What if I told you that a big difference in the wealthy and everybody else is debt? I bet when I say that, you're thinking this is because the wealthy have no debt while everyone else has a lot of debt. What if I told you that you were wrong? The common thinking process is you should never get into debt, especially for those who grew up listening to Dave Ramsey. The negative connotation on debt is completely understandable when you look at how it can dig a hole for people. But I'm here to tell you that there is such a thing as a good kind of debt. As a matter of fact, many of the wealthiest people you know are actually wealthy because they know how to use debt to their advantage to make money. So in this episode, let's talk about what debt is, the difference in good and bad debt, and how to leverage debt to your advantage. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. Let's start by talking about what debt is. Just so we're on the same page, you probably have a good understanding on it, but debt is simply a scenario in which there are two parties, a borrower and a lender. So let's say you are the borrower and you want $10,000 from a bank. The bank, or aka the lender, will maybe give you the loan if they qual- if you qualify and they deem you worthy, but you won't just be paying $10,000 back to the lender. You will be paying that back with a little thing called interest, because the bank isn't going to loan you that money for free. They want a profit from loaning the money. So let's just keep the example very simple and say the bank is charging a 5% overall interest fee on the $10,000 loan. That means you are going to need to pay back $10,500 for borrowing $10,000. It can get much more complex than that, but that is the concept of what debt is. And you won't be able to borrow money without paying interest. So that's the gist of what debt is. So now let's talk about good debt and bad debt. And depending on how you were raised, you may think of debt like it's a curse word. You listen to Dave Ramsey, you're a big follower of his, who says never get into debt over anything. Avoid debt at all costs. Make sure you pay any debt off first before you invest. So when I say good debt, that may seem like an oxymoron to you. It may seem like those two words don't belong together. And like I said earlier, there is such a negative connotation on debt nowadays, and to be honest, the reasoning makes sense when you look at the country's debt, student loan debt, consumer debt, and so on. But there's actually a way to use debt to your advantage. So let's define how to determine if something is good debt or bad debt. And it really simply comes down to this. If what you are using debt for is putting money into your pocket, aka an asset like we talked about in episode 2, then I would consider that good debt. If what you are using debt for is only taking money out of your pocket, aka a liability, that would be considered bad debt. And that's it. That's how you can understand the difference between good debt and bad debt. 
by coming back to the definition of an asset and a liability. So let's look at examples of good debt and bad debt. With bad debt, for example, taking a loan out on a TV, maybe a car, or even going just shopping for clothes and putting it on your credit card, even though you don't actually have that money to spend. Maybe you've seen the commercials for a product that show what the price is for, let's say, a Peloton bike, for example. It's, if you pay for it in full, it's $2,000, but then they will also give you the offer of paying $99 a month for two years, which adds up to roughly $2,400. That is bad debt. If you can't pay for it with what you have budgeted or with your assets, you don't need to buy that Peloton bike. You don't need to get into debt over any liabilities. Unless what you are borrowing money for puts money into your pocket, it is a liability and thus bad debt. Now let's look at an example of good debt. With good debt, you can actually have debt, pay the interest, and still cash flow and make money. For example, if you buy a $100,000 house and you only put $20,000 down, meaning you owe the bank actually $80,000, so you are paying interest on the property for that $80,000 that is being lended to you, if this is a property where you still make money, that would be good debt. Let's say your expenses, including the mortgage, are $700, but the rent is $1,000. You are actually using debt to make $300 cash per month. So that's the difference between good debt and bad debt. Essentially, good debt puts money into your pocket because it is used on assets, and bad debt takes money from your pocket because it is spent on liabilities. Now that we know there is such a thing as good debt, let's talk about leveraging debt to build your wealth and fast track your financial freedom. Just to define leverage real quick and what that means, leverage just means using borrowed money to help you make more money. And guess what? I bet most of the wealthiest people you know carry a lot of debt and leverage a lot of money. But these people are financially literate and know how to find and use good debt. Key point that you need to understand. The poor and middle class try to get out of debt, oftentimes because they are locked into bad debt, while the wealthy actually want more debt because it is used on assets. They want to grow their income from their assets, aka they want to put more of their money to work for them. Now let me preface all this by saying, debt is a tool for the financially literate, and if you don't know how to use the tool, it can burn you. It can cause serious damage. Someone trying to use a chainsaw, for example, who doesn't know the risks, has never used one or been taught how to safely use one, could seriously get injured. It is the same with debt. Debt can be a tool that fast tracks your financial freedom, but only if you use it correctly. Financial literacy is a language of numbers. Learn the language, and you can learn how to leverage debt to your advantage. For example, I saw a post on TikTok recently with a guy who was talking about how he has $2.8 million in debt. Sounds scary, right? But that debt is actually worth $4.1 million, which is also resulting in $80,000 of passive income per year. Now, that's his story. I don't know 
all of the different things he's invested in. I know a lot of it is real estate, but that is an example of good debt, I would say, since it is resulting in $80,000 of passive income and thus financial freedom. Those with money vision glasses on love when they find opportunities to leverage debt, while those that don't have 2020 money vision might run from debt. Hopefully you see what I did there with the 2020 vision, but 2020 money vision. Anyways, we mentioned the example of real estate before, but let me expand on that because I think it is the easiest one to understand. If you have $100,000 to spend, let's say you got big money. You won the lottery, I don't know. You have $100,000 to spend and you want to get into real estate. Well, the debt-free crowd might say, go find a $100,000 house and buy it and have no interest payment and just start collecting rent. That sounds nice, but what you just did was tie up $100,000, meaning you can't touch it unless you sell it or refinance the property. That may give you a few hundred dollars of cash flow, but what if you took that $100,000, put 20% down on a $500,000 property? Your wealth and cash flow just went up times five, more or less. Why? because you leveraged debt. You borrowed money to make money. Side note, this is one reason I love real estate, because all you need is maybe 20% equity in the property, but you can still collect 100% of the profit. You can't do that in the stock market. If you want a full share of Amazon, for example, you have to buy a full share. You can't pay 20% on an Amazon share and get 100% benefit on the full share amount. Leveraging debt can be a powerful tool for those looking to fast-track financial freedom. Oh, and side note, there are ways to own things like real estate, or businesses even, without using any of your own money. And if you have no money in a property, for example, but the bank carries the full debt on the property, that is what we call infinite ROI, or infinite return on investment. Because you have none of your money invested, and because of your money vision, you literally own an asset for none of your money. That is called infinite ROI. Doing things like that gets a little bit more complicated, but if you can find assets where you have infinite ROI, you're someone with money vision and on a path to becoming very wealthy. That's all a side note though. Just want you to know that it is possible. But we'll dedicate a podcast specifically on how to do that in the future. Let me give a real-life example of something I'm looking at currently. We recently closed on a multifamily property with six units, and we are actually looking to turn one of the units into an Airbnb. I want to make it a short-term rental to hopefully get a little bit more cash flow. If doing this, we would need to buy furniture. And let's just say the furniture is $10,000 to, you know, furnish the whole unit. Now, we would actually have money to pay for the furniture ourselves if we wanted to, but we would actually rather borrow the money and pay interest to pay for the furniture. Why? Because we can use the cash flow from the Airbnb to actually pay any interest, and we will have a surplus of cash flow on top of that, and we don't want to tie up our money. We want to be as liquid as possible. Liquid meaning it isn't tied up, and we can disperse it and use it however we'd like. If we pay the $10,000 for furniture, we have to wait a little bit to get that cash back from the cash flow of the Airbnb. But if we borrow the $10,000 for the furniture, 
from someone like a bank, using a credit card, whatever it may be, we can place our liquid $10,000 in other assets. The furniture is not an asset. It's just a tool to help our real estate asset cash flow more. And we want to disperse our money into assets. I don't want my money tied up in things that don't put cash in my pocket. I'm trying to become financially free by putting my money to work for me in assets. Many wealthy people have become wealthy because they learned the art of responsibly leveraging debt. Maybe you've ever watched Shark Tank. Some of those people take offers from the sharks in which they give up some equity in their company, owe the shark some money, and pay interest. Why? Because taking an offer from a shark can allow them to scale and speed up their growth. They can buy more inventory, expand their business, and so on. Think about it this way. They are actually begging to borrow money and be in more debt or maybe even give equity in their company because there would be an even greater possible amount of cash flow from the business even after paying the interest they owe or splitting the equity. Now we've been talking about getting into debt a lot, but I do also want to say that a great place to be is the one who is doing the lending. Not sure if you've noticed, but next time you drive by a downtown, for example, Look how many of those big buildings have a bank name on them. Being a lender is a great place to be. Things like owner financing properties, for example, where you are essentially the bank lending on a house, that can be multi-generational cash flow. But not everyone has the money a bank does to be able to be a lender for many bigger projects. And to get to that point, it often really starts with learning how to leverage debt. Wrapping this up, we have defined debt, talked about the difference between good and bad debt, and shown examples of how to leverage debt. Leveraging debt and learning how to borrow money to make money is an art that the wealthy know how to utilize. Many of the wealthiest people actually would love to carry more debt. Why? Because ultimately, it equals more cash flow so they can have more assets that put their money to work for them. It's a good thing to have a healthy fear of debt, but the more you become financially literate, I believe you might find yourself looking for assets where you can leverage debt. The poor and middle class try to get out of debt, while the wealthy want more debt because the debt they use won't be used on liabilities, but assets that grow their cash flow and wealth, and thus their financial freedom. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at Money Vision U. We look forward to catching you in the next class.